What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And today we're back with another Make It a Classic. Yep. This time we're going to visit the Locks debut album, is it? Uh, yeah, the okay. debut album. Debut album from, from Bad Boy Records, uh, yeah. released with January, January 1998. 13th, 1998. Right, so that's right around 20 years ago from today. Right. And yeah, just to uh, make it a classic for the locks, Money, Power, Respect, we got Jada Kiss, Chic Luch, and Styles P. Yeah, one of my favorite groups, so I, this is going to be fun. Like, we talked a lot about that on the first episode. So. Yeah, and you know, I'm surprised you're, you're dressed down today. I thought you would come on today's show, suited for the occasion, shiny suit. Play the baseball kit with the Cubics, Arconiums, the Shades. I, I think I've been in corporate America long enough that I could probably <laughs> go back and afford some of the, the, pleather, the pleather baseball jerseys. So I might have to look into that. Yeah. I'm assuming this album kind of has a special place in your heart because, right. you know, on the show numerous times you stated how the bad boy label was mm. the one that you liked the most or right. one of the ones that you liked the most, particularly for this group. Right. And the time frame is perfect, right? This is like... October, late October, you get uh, you get the the album from uh, Mace, mm-hmm. and then we get Life After Death, and then we get this. Or so, Life After um, Death was March. Yeah, I'm, March I'm talking about uh, 97. We get those two albums right, 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 and right. Puff's album. Yeah, yeah, and then this album. So, so. it's like chron- chronologically, this is like the bad boy run. And they're all kind of in tune as well because they all have those mad rappers. Right, right. right. That kind of like like tied them all together. Yeah, so, the theming um, of them of the collection was good yeah I suppose. right so i mean and actually just i'm actually kind of glad we're doing this joint just because i it gave me an opportunity to go back and listen to this album oh, okay and it reminded me why i don't really listen to this album. <laughs> so. okay well i guess we have plenty <laughs> of time to discuss why you don't revisit this album that often right uh so uh where are we where, where were you so this is like 1998 i'm just now starting to get into real hip-hop mm-hmm. at least in my mind what i would constitute is real hip-hop uh-huh. uh and when i say that i mean not necessarily paying attention to what's on the radio not necessarily paying attention to what's in the music videos uh-huh. but listening to other things that might be of more interest to me um so basically i'm really starting to get into to wu-tang we've discussed right, that right, numerous right. times that being said though music videos were becoming more popular you got hype williams directing everything so everything yep. just looks has this really really nice um shiny appeal to it right um and then you've also got you know will smith big wiggly style <laughs> i was probably still listening to that as well yeah and the bust of rhymes when disaster strikes were were out that you know i was out in september so i was probably still listening to all these things right so i'm getting into wu-tang i'm still listening to will smith i'm still listening to Busta rhymes mm-hmm. but um kind of starting to do things on my own a little bit so but i was not really into the locks right at this time you Though, just because you didn't like bad boy well yeah that, they were like <sighs> the anti woo well in a way I, it just didn't really do it for i felt like what i got from the tv was all i needed mm. and this that's right like when i'm listening to mace like okay. oh he's got a video so i don't need to go pick up his album right? but but the locks did have a video they did but that's my point though what you said mm-hmm. they did or did not they did well, but my point is, is that uh-huh. I felt that because I was seeing them, I didn't necessarily need to go mm. listen on my own. So I was like, well, I was getting saying, enough. You're saying you heard, you heard, so and you, it didn't make you want to go out and seek. Yeah, more. like I was like, like oh, yeah, what just, I got from cool. the music videos and from the radio was enough. Okay, right. Um, but also yeah. around this time, you have Mariah Carey transitioning from right. a more mainstream audience to an urban audience. Yep. urban, yeah. and she's got the honey video right. with the locks in it yep so that's yeah. still coming around this time as well yeah exactly um so same where were you i was in california um i was in middle school i was a big bad boy fan uh the locks was my favorite group around this time when i went once once i m- once money power respect came out okay. the single it's a good record they were they were my fa- it's like a very favorite good record yeah i was like oh i was i was 100 on it i think i think i was like I would say young and corny enough that I thought that I I liked the bad boy thing, but uh-huh. like I, I still needed like a little bit more of an edge. Okay. And then the locks were like that edge for me. Like locks it was like edge for sure. yeah, like they were like still cool. They weren't like you know dancing around in videos, but that but they were on on bad boy. So it was like right. I, they were lyricists, but then they also were were down with that. Um, I remember like very distinctly the same year I did the whole talent show joint or whatever. <laughs> I remember like the end of the school year or something. There was like a there was a big party in the quad. 
people on my my friends that are on the East Coast always talk about how they didn't believe that schools in California are outdoor, but they really are outdoor. So you know, we're we're outside in the quad, and uh, they had music playing, and this song came on, and I just remember like this song just being so incredible. Like that's my memory of this song. Okay, but uh, but yeah, that's where I was at. Cool. Um, so I guess the critical reception. Yeah. I actually don't remember much. Okay. Um, I don't remember what actual hip hop critics had to say about it. And mm. I don't remember any of my friends really talking about it. Right. I want to say that around this time, you know, Mace is still popular. Mm-hmm. Um, DMX hasn't really gotten onto the scene yet. I mean, he's, he's here. You know, nah, he's, he's, he's here. Up, but what I'm saying is that his album didn't drop for another, you know, his album didn't drop until the spring. His right. album didn't drop until May. Right. So he's not blown up like DMX right. yet. He's and, uh he's he's on he has his uh get at me dog single, right? Did that out. come out this early? Um yeah, that was mm. that was really early. I think okay. actually the street the streets got it like in ninety seven, but it was like a interesting okay. yeah. All right. So uh so he when he came on Money Power Respect, the ver- his verse on there, mm. that wasn't his first like time killing a song you know well he I mean? was also on yeah. the mace joint the uh 24 hours to live right is he not? Yeah. yeah he is yeah exactly so and another song but either way um mm-hmm. my friends are mostly still talking about no limit right around now uh, and i don't th- when did equipment i didn't come out until when did equipment i drop oh was that 98 later yeah. later 98 yeah so yeah. The, so my folks aren't really talking about the outcast yet either right so the, mainly no one's really talking about the locks you know right. if anything they're talking about like mariah carey or whatever but no one's really talking about this album okay so i don't really remember what the critical reception was yeah um i remember um i remember like having source and double xl and them all get getting like like very average ratings like okay. you know three and a half fours which is about know. what we would rate um, it probably yeah probably <laughs> um i don't remember any body being super excited about this album more i think i probably was more excited than anybody else was about this album so let me ask you yeah when usually when we do this there's a reason why we think we can make something a classic right for uh-huh. example the very first one we did was Met the Man's Cow 2000. And mm-hmm. aside from the content on that album, one of the reasons why we both felt it should have been a classic is because there was such hype behind it. Yeah. Right? Like, that was an album, you know, Met the Man was strong mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, he, he should be at the peak of his career. It's right. his second album. Yeah. Everyone is ready, ready for it. Yep. And it's not good. Right. So, if everyone thinks this is average and we're kind of like, meh about it. Like, right. you know, and uh, we're going to dissect it, but what do you think this album had that you know it really you know why do you think it really should have been a classic i mean i think it should have been a classic because we talk about we we just kind of reasons we talked about right like bad boys on this run Mm -hmm. where like everything they touch is just gold like it's just so so they're they're just dropping you know thing after thing big passes you know his album is 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 larger than anything he's ever done Mm -hmm. uh then uh puff does the single where he's, you know, commemorating big and that's like the biggest thing ever. And then we get Sting at whatever yeah. the MTV Music Awards or whatever it was, uh performing live with Puff and Puff is doing his little dance. Like I just feel like everything they touched was light hot. Um even the the Mace album that we yeah. we made a classic, like even though we don't think it's a classic, um just the hype and the buzz around it was so huge. And then you have these guys. These guys are like the lyricists of of, you know, uh and and kind of also made in big's image right the first song they ever did was uh was the uh, um you'll see song where they had biggie on it so like you know that like they you'll they're see. supposed to be like almost made in the image of like you know a big what album was um, on you'll it see. was never on an album it was just a single it was uh it was a boy, single and then what you want to do it was also on what you do when they come for and we'll you. talk about that later but but yeah you'll that's that's my see. reasoning i think that buzz is, uh, is what what made this supposed to be a classic like this okay it should have been a lot better than it was I think. okay so we should we get right into highlights lowlights yeah what do you want to do, do first uh let's do lowlights lowlights yeah because i think that we'll have more substantive conversation about the highlights and it can get us directly into the full discussion okay. so uh should i start yeah go ahead lowlights for me right off the bat why is it mace on this mm. you know Could. he's mentioned Good. But he's not actually on this. Good point. And the locks is on his album. I'm just curious yeah. why Mace wasn't on here. That's an incredible point that I never even thought about. So that's a low light. 
Um, yeah. Why isn't Faith well, but, Evans but on But Mace not being on the album is a low light to you? You're yes. not like a big Mace fan though, right? It doesn't, but it's still... Especially back if, in that day. Every, but we're talking about the right. bad boy right. labeling, how everything was packaged, yeah. right? Yeah. Locks, Mace, yeah. you know, they're on Biggie's album. Right. Biggie, Locks, Mace are on Puff's album. Right. Locks and Puff are on Mace's album. Yeah. Like, why isn't Mace on Locks' no, album? No, no, I feel you. Anyway, go All ahead. Right. Uh, why isn't Faith Evans on here? I think she should have been mm. on here. Was she? She was on Bad Boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she should have been on here. If we're mm. going to talk about actual songs and content, right? Some of the skits are downright terrible. Some mm. of them are cool, and some of them are just downright right. awful. Right. Um, I can talk specifically about which ones are awful if you want me to. Sure, I mean, or you can wait till we get to, to making it a classic. Uh, we could we could do it later. Okay. Uh, so some of the skits are terrible. Right. Some of the songs, low lights. I have to say, um, not to be fucked with. It's yo, definitely a low light. Yo, one thing I will say about Mace and Faith not being on this album and something that doesn't get talked about enough is even before the locks left Bad Boy and went to Rough Riders. Which was um so what ninety-nine, I think. Okay, so they weren't on Bad Boy. They only had one album on Bad Boy. Yeah. Then, okay. And then We Are the Streets was uh two thousand. That okay. was uh that was on on Rough Riders. But um the locks grew up around what became Rough Riders. And like that was more their family, so it was almost okay. kind of like they were signed to Bad Boy, but they were almost kind of really Rough Rider. That's fine. And that maybe that, that that's why you know they have PK and Swiss Beats and you know and DMX on their album sure. instead of Mace and Faith Evans. That's and cool. Whoever else. I get it. Anyway, yeah. So in terms of songs that are low lights, mm -hmm. not to be fucked with right. is a low light. The Heist is a low light. Hmm. Um, Bitches from Eastwick is a low light. Hmm. Can't stop, won't stop is a low light. <laughs> so right is definitely a low light. And I think some of the skits. Right. Most of the skits are low lights. Right. So those are my low lights. Okay. Um, for me, low lights, this this joint comes out the gate in a low light. Like okay. I mean, I, I didn't need the Yonkers tale. I almost felt as though they were trying I like to. That. I felt like they were trying to set the stage the way um, they did the Harlem intro for for Harlem World for Mace mm -hmm. sure. in terms of like this is where they come from whatever but it just didn't connect to me like the same way when I listened to Mace's intro yeah um I visualized when they said oh this is Harlem this is the way it is people are flashy X Y Z I saw it all in my head it was like a movie but you know um, where the you know what Yonkers Tales from though right. Is there like a movie or something? Yes, yeah, from the Bronx Tale. That's how Bronx uh, Tale opens. So okay. this is around a time where you've never got seen all... Oh, so this is around a time you've got okay. every rapper and rap group incorporating some type of... So is, is Mace's joint also from Bronx Tale? No, it's okay. not. But the whole doo-wop, yeah, like that whole thing is in the Bronx Tale intro. Okay, okay. And that's okay. a movie by, I think it was directed by Robert De Niro, actually. Okay. And it was written by Chaz Pound. Yeah, Pound I've, heard, I've heard of it. Right, uh, and it's not necessarily a, I guess it is a gangster movie, but it's mm -hmm. more much more lighthearted than, say, Goodfellas or okay, Scarface okay. or anything like that. But that's what they cool. did. They they took that, yeah. that Bronx Tale opening and they yeah. incorporated it here. So it, it worked for me. Okay. Well, I mean, in that case, I guess it's cool. It didn't work for me because I didn't, I didn't know the reference. That's fair. Uh, but... Um, pretty much everything about how much money they have or they're going to get needs to go. Like, I mean, the lowlights for me were all the like, get this money, like all these songs that, and, and you know, when, when you, when Jay-Z talks about his, his discography, he talks about how he's disappointed in the way volume one came out. I think a lot of that is just Puff's hands in it. And, and I think, I think Puff really let these guys down. And, um, and sure. I'm going to talk a lot more about that uh, later, sure. but, but pretty much everything that like sounds like a puffy song needs to go for the most <laughs> part. Like, like I, I, I can't stop, won't stop is a low light. It's definitely um, a low light. Get the, this money is a low light. The only reason why I can tolerate it is because mm -hmm. of the sample of the, that's the issue or thing sample, right? Oh, is that what it's that? Thing. What is that what it is? I think it is. Uh, maybe. Anyway, I, I don't like it. Um, it, it and it sounds it like a, it's your thing. A, yes, by okay. Lou Donaldson. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a very That's puffy fair. song. That's all um, it is. It absolutely. Even is. you know. Even everybody want a rat. Like I'm sorry. That's gone. Um, what else is a low light? Like you said, some of the skits 
you know um just honestly this album is a low light like interesting okay. like they just it really just needs to be gutted and started and started all over again like, so this is going to be a very difficult make it a classic then. yeah but I, like i have an idea as to what I, I would do but the funny thing is i already know my album is going to be very different from yours maybe just based on your low lights so maybe. if you want to go on our highlights sure highlights obviously money power respect right that's a dope one right um I want to thank you. I like that song. Hmm. Yes, I like that song. I think okay. it's good. I think it's a a good use of that, that one vocal thing. sample. It's right. they they don't actually sample any record, but they take. You yeah, know, it's an interpolation yes. of the song. I want to thank you. I like that. I, right. I, I thought it was very well done. Yeah. And obviously, if you think I'm jiggy, I, I just I love yeah. that beat. That yeah. beat is so it's so fun. All right. And all for the love. JD Kiss's solo yes. joint because lyrically he's good. Mm. he's good on that so those are going to be my highlights so all for the love is my my standout highlight okay um all for the love is uh a record that a lot of people don't know this that's was swiss beats first placement in the industry interesting okay um all for the love is jada kisses solo yeah and it's the record where we realized that jada was so much like he was the guy that was going to be the front man for the yes. sure. like you know what i mean um and and i that's that's a super highlight for me as well um i think i agree with all your highlights money power respect i loved that song um i love anything that has a really good string sample yeah uh like slipping by dmx you mm-hmm. know any record that has like this really dope string arrangement you got me um if you think I'm jiggy, which is hilarious because nobody talks like that anymore, but uh, <laughs> you know, at the time everything was jiggy and yeah. jig, and I'm jig, I'm fresh, yeah. and that record just it's when so I hear fun. it, it just, right, it's, it's like so fun. fun. It just takes me back yes, to like that it era, really like in that fact, song is that era. In fact, <laughs> of all the make it a classics that we've done, mm-hmm. the one song on all of these that really takes me back to where I was is If You Think I'm Jiggy. Really? And the crazy thing about it is that was not a song that was on the radio. <laughs> no, the only, it, it was only was, on BET. Yeah. Um, and like every once third. in a while you might hear it at like a, a house party or something. But that beat is just... Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I think it's it was. So I think it was the third single of the album. Was it? Okay. Um, because we'll always love Big Papa. Yeah. They did a whole yeah, video yeah, for yeah. it and everything. Same with Money, Power, and Respect. And then if you think I'm Jiggy was like the street yes, single. It's so, it's so <laughs> good though. Yeah, it's, it's so dope, good. It's I like it. Um, and then uh, if you really dig me, and my pops used to listen to the song, the original joint. <laughs> uh, what's it called? If you think I'm sexy by by Rod, Rod Stewart, Stewart, which yeah. is actually he ripped from Taj Mahal by George Ben. George Ben oh, pseudo yeah. M1. Damn, yeah. okay. Didn't know yeah. that. Uh, yeah, but so um, The Heist was actually a, a highlight for me, which is just a low light for you. Um, I was a big bad boy fan, as we talked about. Biggie was the standout, you know, lyricist in the group uh, or in the on the label. And Biggie told these vivid stories. And that's what, sure. why Life After Death is one of my favorite albums. Um, this is like the storytelling record that we get from them and they have well, they've know, got several on here this as well as bitches from Eastwick yes. which is also a highlight for me it's and it's a low, a low light, light for, you. for me um, so but I'll get into why those are my those are my highlights that's good alright so who, who how are we gonna make this a classic who wants to start it's up to you well uh okay, go. okay you know what I'll, I'll go first I'll all go right, first right. so I don't have any issue with how the album starts okay um but let me just say before i start breaking down into you know in track by track how we're gonna do this mm-hmm. i actually don't think it's really possible to make this album a classic i think at mm-hmm. best i could give it i can make it be worth like a b plus wow. um, and the reason why is because you kind of touched on it earlier when you said mm-hmm. that locks was from yonkers and that rough riders was their fam and right I'm actually kind of curious why Puff Daddy ever had the locks on Bad Boy. Like when Mace, Mace uh-huh. completely sold in right. to what, what, what Puff Daddy wanted him to do. Yeah. And it works, uh-huh. right? You can call Mace a, a sellout if you want to, but it doesn't matter. Right. He sold into it and it worked. Right. Locks, though, they never really buy into it the entire way, especially Sheik Luke. Luke yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, definitely. In fact, there's tracks on here where Sheik Luke is saying, like, we're right. getting jerked by a pup. Um, <laughs> nah, he's like, we're not getting jerked. That's but, but, but he the, acknowledges, the, he acknowledges he, it. Oh, twice on yeah. one track. Twice on one track. So, <laughs> you, they never really buy into it. Right. I'm not necessarily sure if they're 
underdogs or if they're bosses like i don't know what like yeah, are they getting yeah. robbed or are they doing the robbing like uh, what is it so yeah, uh you know you know mary J is the one that brought them to to uh puff okay yeah and like she also I, from what i hear she also was instrumental in in putting dmx on as well okay because uh, you know she's from yonkers so right, okay. she's from their neighborhood the other thing too is that i actually don't think that this group has very good chemistry Hmm. There's so so you have you have Jadakiss and Styles P who are probably the best one two man weave rap rappers that we've had since broken language in mm -hmm. in, in hip hop though you you acknowledge that the problem right? is this the problem is in my opinion the most charismatic energetic figure in the locks mm -hmm. is Sheik Luch in my opinion. He's the one who's got the energy, care, like his attitude, okay. like this fuck you attitude, right? Okay. Like, I'm going to do me. I don't care what anyone else says. Right, right. That to me is, is got some charisma. Doesn't mean he's the best lyrically or okay. the best rapper. Okay. The other thing, too, is that Styles P, I think he has got good lyrics. Mm -hmm. He's also boring. He's yeah. got no energy. And Jada, yeah. Jada mm -hmm. was the one person on here that tried to buy into what Puffy was having him do. He's mm -hmm. the one who's singing on a lot of the hooks, which mm -hmm. is definitely like a crossover thing. Right, right. Um, but Jada, in my opinion, on this album, you've got glimpses here and there where you can tell that, oh, Jada is nice, mm -hmm. right? We talked, you specifically talked about it right. on All for the Love. Right. But the rest of the album, he's got a line here and there that, like, oh, he's good. But Later in his career, you can tell, like, yo, Jada is yeah. nice. Yeah. He's not nice on this. Mm. So you've got two people in Styles P and Jada Kiss that are kind of like a duo. They kind of go back and forth. But mm -hmm. they're kind of boring. Like, they're, they're <laughs> like, Jada has energy sometimes, but other times it's just, I don't know. It just seems to go on and on and on. And then you have Sheik Luch, who is energetic, but at mm. times he seems detached from the rest of the group. Right. And so I'm listening to this, this and I'm not convinced that they're really a group like when mm. you listen to trial call quest right. they've got chemistry when yeah. you listen to outcast especially you know the mm -hmm. older records they have chemistry you know what i mean mm -hmm. you don't really hear the chemistry on this album I so then you've you. got in my opinion you've got a group of people who are mm -hmm. good lyrically they're talented right. but they don't have the greatest chemistry yeah. and they're not really buying into what puppy yeah. wants no, to do I agree. so i'm Whole like why are you doing this record with them and here's the thing too <laughs> i was going to come into this saying that oh they weren't marketed well but they were marketed well mm. you know you've got a joint on life after death with the um last days mm -hmm. right where i went back to listen to that and none of their lyrics are all that great on it oh, i um, thought they were dope on there i didn't think they were dope I didn't think they were fine, but they weren't like masterpieces. Then you've got them on All About the Benjamins, right? And that's mm -hmm. a hit. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Styles P isn't featured on there, but he must have written Puffs first. So, right? no. Uh, the story is supposedly Styles had a verse on, on the song, and um, Puff heard it. Re he rearranged the verses, and he took Styles off. Because as you were saying earlier, which is what I was gonna say, uh, he's he was too boring. Like yeah, he, he's boring. his voice his voice just didn't lend itself to the nature of how the song builds. Right. So you know you get to this this peak, which is Little Kim, and then you go beyond the peak to an even peakier peak right. where you get big with another beat. Who, so who uh, wrote Puss verse though? It really sounds like Styles P wrote that verse. I figured it was probably like Sauce Money or something. Right, we can look. That's it up. the default answer. But yeah. if you listen to how he's rhyming and how he's stretching out his words and mm -hmm. the rhymes he's using. To me, it sounds like Styles P, but it's possible. Which would make sense. It it's like, all right, you're not going to be featured, but you can write my verse. Right, right, right. Um, then you have him on the Mariah Carey stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a huge record. And right. then you have him with the with the Mace, with the 24 Hours right, of Live. Right. So it's like they were marketed well. Yeah. You've got Money, Power, Respect, which is a huge joint. Right. And you put Little Kim and DMX on. Right. They're definitely marketed right. well. But that's so that's not the problem like mm. there's other issues that i'm just like yeah. i don't understand what puff saw in them that he thought that they could make a bad boy record that would live up to the previous projects huh. so i just want to start out by saying that it's in my opinion it's going to be difficult to make this a classic that's right? fair so this is going to be like more of a critique i'm not actually sure if i can really make this a classic so okay. i'll leave that up to you okay so just real quick critiquing some of the tracks mm -hmm. uh yonkers tale living the life if you think I'm jiggy, I'm cool with how it starts, right? Okay. That's fine for me. The interview is kind of silly because mm -hmm. it, the interview, they're saying that um, we don't have any money yet, but we have respect. Once we get the money, it's over. I'm like, you guys are already playing yourself. <laughs> like, just go straight into money, power, respect. 
All right. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, get this money. Oh, I kind of like the beat, but I mean, it's just yeah. puffy is all over it. Yeah, it's so and puffy. it's it's silly, whatever. Right. Um, we can scrap it, you know, because it's just it's not all that great. It's not a low light for me, mm. but it's also not very very good material yeah so let's start rap over is mm. such a frustrating song <laughs> one you've got yes. three vocalists on it you've got carl thomas who's the feature uh-huh. but he's not even the main let's start rap over like uh-huh. i don't think that's him that's some other dude it's who's the here. original sample right i don't know who it is yeah there's a is. The song there's, called let's start love over and right. the, i think that's the vocal from the original well, and then they, they sing over it okay yeah. yeah, but then they, there's also a woman vocalist on there yeah. as well. I don't I know who she that. is. Yeah. That would have been a good place to put faith. Huh. Um, the the problem that I have with the song is that the lyrics are actually really good. Mm. Um, but that's that's like throughout the album. I think I, I actually think they rap fine. I just yeah. think the album sucks. Fair, fair. But, but, that, but this, <laughs> right. this is a frustrating song yeah, because yeah, the yeah. lyrics of what they're talking about is a really good message, especially after you have what happened to Tupac, right, what happened right, to Big. Right. It's a very good message. And then the, sh- the, the, the hook <laughs> yeah. and the song itself is shit. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's some um, puff shit, though. So then you had the Mad Rapper interlude. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I want to thank you. I wouldn't really change anything. I like, I dig it. Okay. I think it's good. I think the good, I think the lyrics are good. I think Kelly Price is good on it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, they take that interpolation, um, but they, they don't necessarily sample the beat, but they don't need to. I think mm-hmm. it blends well. So mm-hmm. it works for me. Um, Gonna be shit. It's not a highlight, but I like it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if you need three verses from Sheik Luke. Ever. I think two would have been fine. Yeah. And I think that you could have, even though they all have solo records on here, I think they should have been featured like either doing ad libs yeah. or being featured in the hook. But this is the only record that's like a hip hop record in the sense that it's got the like scratching. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. The reason why I don't like the heist is because of the beat. Yeah, and there's the elements. There's the the funny thing about the beat is that there are elements in the song that are individually are really really cool. Mm. Like the the piano is actually I like that how it builds. It does you build. Know? Yeah. But the, they don't, nothing really makes sense. Yeah. Right? No, especially the beginning of the beat. So, it's like here's the interesting thing. That piano, the actual uh-huh. keys that are playing, uh-huh. there's potential there. But the the recording of it mm-hmm. and the equalizing of it is so off. Yeah. The tone is so off. But had they found a way to actually make that work with the rest of the track and had mm-hmm. everything be in sync, it could have been good. But then at the end, like what happens at the end? The he pulls right. a grenade and they yeah. all die is that what happens yeah like they end up getting caught and they decide they don't want to go to jail so then they he just like basically blows blows everything up great great story <laughs> uh not to be fucked with is a styles p solo god that song it's is difficult so to to. long it yeah. drags it's, it's hard it drags and drags and drags like of all the people at least at this stage in his career because right. i like styles yeah no now for right? sure but at this stage in his career, of all the people who didn't need a solo yeah. track right. on a group album, is Styles P at this point. He just yeah. didn't need it. So do away with that. All right. The setup interlude <laughs> is fine. The problem is, Bitches with Eastwick doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why? There's nothing about... All right. All right. I could go through this track. I could go through this verse for verse. This shit does not make any sense at all. Okay. All right. So Jada has got his chick, Ronnie, <laughs> a.k.a. Veronica. Veronica right? right? All right. So let me get this straight. She's from Bermuda. She's nice she's with computers. computers <laughs> she has right? a good job. But she job. comes here to be a tutor, and she's got dough on her own. So why the fuck is she robbing dudes if she's got dough? Like, this shit don't make no damn sense. All right? Fine. So then you've got Sheik oh, Luch, and... He's 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 his girl is somehow playing hard to get with him, but then they go from the the movie to the, the jacuzzi, all this stuff. Then he wakes up, so she cooks him breakfast, but then robs him. Like that shit don't make any fucking sense. But then hold on, then we go to Sal's P, and he says, "Oh, Cindy, that they were scandalous. Cindy uh, robbed Sheik and moved to Los Angeles." But then she didn't move to Los Angeles because the truck is still in the garage (laughs) and apparently they're all still in the house. What the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? She makes no sense, yo. No sense at all. Like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did not listen to this album when it came out. Like I said, I wasn't really checking for it. So I, but I've listened to this album on repeat for like six or seven times since we decided we were going to do this because I really thoroughly wanted to to know my shit. And every time I'm listening to the song, I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So I finally, mm. this morning, 
<laughs> I pulled up the lyrics just to make sure. Uh, shit makes no fucking sense, yo. <laughs> no sense at all. So right. that's why that shit is a low light for me. Okay. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> God, that shit is bad. So um, bad. All for the love is dope. I'm not, I'm not gonna change anything on it. Yeah. If anything, you know, it'd be nice to have, like I said, it'd be nice to have Sheik Luch or Styles P do um, a hook or an ad lib. Uh-huh. The other thing too about this song with the uh-huh. hook, it could have been dope if they actually used biggie's lyric right oh that's for him saying from, it yeah so um because at this time what they end up doing i want to say that's um that's a west coast story when it was first re- it's like some like underground single right okay biggie's got three verses okay and on it i think uh it's called west side story or something like that because all of them like they're all like uh the first one is deep cover so okay. that's the first that's the first beat that he raps beat. on and then that's one that's one verse oh so and then it's just him rapping over three one. different west coast yeah, but beats. it's a story though so the first uh, one is basically how like, i've heard that it's uh the first one is like the setup the second one is how it goes wrong and then the third one he's recovering on the beach and that's the one that they use for the third verse the doctor the one says i need about three weeks of recovery cover, yeah so that's yeah. the notorious that's the verse yeah. that they use for the song Notorious, okay. right? Yeah. And that's the lyric where he says, I'm chilling, sitting on about half a million, yeah. right? They could have, at that point, they hadn't actually used uh, his, they, they hadn't actually made the song Notorious yet, yeah. so maybe Puff wanted to save it or they hadn't uh-huh. thought about doing it. But the fact that you have Jada rapping that hook, uh-huh. rapping that verse as the hook, you could have actually just used Biggie's vocal sample to do it. I mean, I think, yeah. I think that would have been dope. I like um, I like how it is. So I mean that's that's cool too. Yeah. I'm just saying it would have been it would have been interesting for right, them to do right. that. So right is just God <laughs> fucking awful. Like yo, I bet <laughs> I knew you would hate this. Dream. I bet Kelly Price went into the studio and was like, "Wow, you're gonna pay me for this?" <laughs> that was like the easiest money she ever fucking heard, right? Because you've got sometimes you got tracks where you've got a female vocalist on there who no one really knows, so they don't credit her, right? Mm. They wasted Kelly Price mm-hmm. on this track. It's garbage. It's just so bad. Okay. All right. So then we had the snitch and everybody want to rat, right? The problem is the snitch interlude is so over the top. Yeah. But it feeds into everybody want to rap. But they're talking about two different fucking yeah. things, right? The snitch is talking about how people want to stick up the locks. Everybody want to rat is talking about how people are... are the station for, for the for the feds right, like right. she don't make any sense all right so then the interview we've got you know explaining whole living off experience right. we'll always love big papa i think that that should have been a bonus track yeah, i'm not I sure agree. if it really belongs on the album and here's yeah. my other thing too puff really tried to sell the idea that the locks and big were tight and i'm sure they were cool mm. but were they fam not like that but because but they, they make it but, seem like the locks and big were fam on this. well i mean i think i think at the time you know this is back when people would sit together and record albums sure so like i think you know the fact that they were they were you know featured on um on life after death yeah. you know etc like i think they spent a lot of time around big and according to the way they talked about it they kind of talked about it like big kind of embraced them as a big bigger brother and told them told them like a lot of game about like yo when you get in the industry and that's probably why they talk so much about puff jerking them and shit like that because biggie was probably like telling them you know like these are the things that you're gonna face as somebody who's on this label now that's fair it's just interesting you've got chic luke saying i'm gonna raise your kids like they were my own i'm like really like i'm curious if you're little c's if you're junior mafia and you're listening to this album wow like that's fair like y'all making it seem like big was y'all big brother like like big was our boy so i don't know there's just it seems though like they they probably spent right so i mean we got discovered in what 96 or 96 97 so i mean they probably spent a solid year just like holed up in studios with the guy i mean i don't know i i think for me um you know cut out the tracks that i said should get cut out i think you know the heist if you tighten up the beat the heist is fine i think bitches from eastwick would be all right if the story actually made sense <laughs> um cut out a lot of the tracks i don't i don't like add a premiere track in there if you want to because i think that shit would have been dope yeah. and then hey <laughs> hope for the best all right you know so i do mine right, um, let's, let's get it let's get it so uh first of all the album is called money power and respect it it's a lazy album title for that being your single and then that being your album title yeah. unless you really tried to make that really the theme i mean you know the other thing that bothers me about it is that i have a thing where it's like 
I personally don't like it when title tracks are in the album. Like, I don't like it when you have an album title and a song title that have the same thing. Yeah. Me personally, I yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't like it either. But so. if you're going to do that, it shouldn't be the lead single mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be the best single on there. Right. Because in my opinion, if I'm listening to it as a commercial listener mm-hmm. and I want to hear your singles and the one single you have is Money, Power, Respect and the album is Money, Power, Respect and I'm, hearing, I'm not hearing any other dope singles. I mean, obviously we have right. If You Think I'm Jiggy on here. Right. But, but I'm not hearing best, any right. other monster singles like Money, Power, Respect. In my opinion, I'm like, there's really no fucking need for me to buy this album. Right. Like, you've got one or two tracks on there and the rest is just going to be filler. Right. And, I mean, it's kind of what we have here. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna actually I'm gonna stop from going through the whole thing and I guess start with the curveball, right? Sure. Um, you know, again, I want to say that I feel as though Puff kind of did them a disservice, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe they did each other a disservice. I you, think so you, too. You kind of talked about how like they they weren't fully bought in, yeah. And and it's it's really obvious it's on this album. It's very obvious. And um and you know um which I, which Rich, I'm sorry to inter- in, interrupt, mm-hmm. but I respect Sheik Luch for not being <laughs> invested. I respect it because. Because you know what's mm-hmm. interesting too? I'm sorry, I, I, I keep interrupting, I keep going on these tangents. But mm-hmm. actually, for the longest time, I didn't realize that Sheik Luch, Sheik Luch was in the locks. I, really? It was just, it was just weird. I thought the locks was just Styles and and Jada, right? Mm-hmm. And then years later, I was like, oh, that's right, Sheik Luch is in it, right? <laughs> but the going back and listening to this, I just, I have so much more respect for him, just for him saying, you know what, fuck it, well, I'm gonna do what I want to do. Also, supposedly, this. like they were bought into becoming like rappers, and like then like that being it for them and yeah. she was like fuck this i'm getting money in the street i'm there about go. to go back to the street fuck this <laughs> uh, but, and that's also hilarious that's all good but uh but yeah so i think they they did each other a disservice um you hear a lot about the story of how juicy was created and how you know big was like really not bought into doing that song and mm-hmm. not only was did he think it was stupid to rap on that beat but all of his friends were laughing at him for rapping on the beat but they had enough political currency between the two of them that he 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 still rapped on the on the song and he created Juicy and mm-hmm. that's like his biggest song right. It's one of them. So yeah. so um I mean I I don't think that that relationship building had happened and right. so they never really fully bought in. Um, but there were a couple of moments that led up to this album that created what I consider the buzz for for the locks, um as well as were them in what felt as though it was a natural enough state and habitat. Okay. Um, the, the particular moment that I'm talking about that we talked about earlier is they were on the remix for Honey, mm-hmm. the Honey hip hop remix. Um, Mariah Carey is the biggest artist in the world at, at the time. At that time, yeah, she's um, You know, they get on a song with her. They're like relatively unknown rappers who mm-hmm. just happen to be affiliated with Puff, but they get on this record. They shoot a video for it. The video's super fun. It's dope. Yeah, the the song is fun. fire. Yeah. You know, so then... Um, like I said, Mariah, good marketing. Right. Mariah goes to put the album out and they say, well, we need this song to be able to cross over and be on adult contemporary and R&B stations. So they create a version of the song where if you go on Spotify or Apple Music or anything right now and go try to listen to Honey, the only version of the song you can hear takes the Lox's verses off. <laughs> so it's just her and then Puff's ad-libs and just yeah. instrumental where, the, where they're supposed to be rapping. You know what? I've heard that. Yes. Yo, it fucking, I have heard that version me i get so angry every time i hear that version (laughs) anyway what puff should have done because puff and stevie j and all them they put their hands on on that honey beat that shit was crazy um they should have created a a situation where it was a 50 50 split they allowed mariah carey to create a version that didn't have the locks on it Mm -hmm. and that's fine but then they also should have allowed the locks to have a single featuring mariah carey that was that the hip-hop version of honey so so it precedes the album so they throw they throw it out they throw out the honey version that doesn't have them on it and they're using that and they're pumping it on the radio but when it's time to promote the locks the locks should have been able to promote that single as a single on money power respect so So now they have two monster singles you you think that that song would have sounded good on here i would have put it as a bonus cut okay um so so but i would have i would have had it on here so so that they had a record that was going to bring an audience that was not trying to listen to the locks previously and give giving them that lock. I'm not sure if, so, it, if it works 
musically the way i'm yeah. thinking in my head but from a business standpoint i mean you're yeah. absolutely right so that would have been my lead because again i 100 percent agree with you if you, the peak of this album is the song called money power respect then the album shouldn't be called M money power and respect because what what why should i even listen to the album yeah, after yeah. i've already heard the song maybe it's just a thing for me but it sounds like it's a thing for you too yeah the other thing um is that there were other moments that were captured around this time that we're not on here. We talked a little bit about You'll See. Mm -hmm. um, they they capitalized maybe a little, and I don't mean to say that in a, in a negative way or whatever, uh, off of you know what was going on around Big and around Bad Boy with We'll Always Love Big Papa. The song isn't a great song, to no. be honest, right? Like, it's, it's just okay. Mm -hmm. um, the subject matter is what endears us to the song. They had a really, really dope video for it. Yeah. But um, put You'll See on the album. You'd have I, to touch up the beat. You'll see us fire. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. would have to be mixed over again, right? Yeah. Like, just completely just mix it over again. And I, I think you I, can with, take... With Big E. You could actually even take, remix take, it. Take Puffy off of the hook, because he's the one who says bad, bad boy, boy. Bad boy, bad boy, yeah. The, yeah, change yeah. that shit. But okay. Biggie's verse... I didn't think to do that, but you're Biggie's right. Biggie's verse is incredible that should, on that. They should have done that. They should, why they, is it not oh on any album? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Right, so I, I, I'm putting that on this album. I'm going to have to go um, back and listen to You'll See. I love that song. Um, And then they had several other songs. They had a song called Living Off experience which was the, yeah. the the song that they that they made up their name right. about um that was never landed on anything i'm not sure put, if i've heard it but put, okay. you gotta listen to it, I'll listen to it. styles listen to it. is incredible right. um living off experience gotta be on this album um and it explains their name that actually probably should have been the fucking name of the album probably that would have been why incredible. not just living off experience and then yeah. i i think maybe their demo tape might have been called that or something so what but yeah definitely so that would have been it would have been a much better name and it would have explained why they were called the locks because when yeah. they came out everybody was like what is well, locks, what is locks? Yeah. yeah and then that's why they put that stupid interlude there um then they had another song uh, with Rufus Black. Okay. Rufus Black, I don't know if you remember him, but he was a I know dude. the name, but he I... He had Puffy in his in his video, and he had a song that was a mild hit, at least on the West Coast. I don't even remember what the song was called. Oh, Out of Sight was the song. He was like a one-hit wonder, if you even want to call that a hit. Okay. Um, he had a song on his album called Artifacts of Life. Mm -hmm. Artifacts of Life should have been on this album. But if it's um, Rufus Black, are you going to um, take a song from another person? Who the fuck is Rufus Black? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that song gets co-opted. It's on both albums. It, right, it can right, be on his right. album that nobody's ever heard except me. Okay. And then we can also put it on, on Money, Power, Respect. Yo, that, that the verses on, on uh, Artifacts of Life, incredible. Like, okay. this is like locks in their prime mixtape locks. So right. I put that on here. Um, and then the last one. And I had read an article where it was actually supposed to be on here. The song is called Can I Live? I don't know if you know, you're familiar with it. Well, I know the Jay-Z uh, version. Or I know the Jay-Z expression. No, he has a song called Can I Live. They he? have a Can I Live to... No, that's not, it's not that long. Um, that's last day. Can I Live? No one man can stop me. Can I Live? It's, a black, it's on Black Rob's album. So, you, so, so now we're taking tracks from Black Rob too. Fuck it. Yo, <laughs> it, 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 in my opinion, right... They, if they're really a family, the yeah. same way uh, Tupac jumped out of jail and stole everybody's albums, and they just put all of it on All Eyes on Me, and they made the best album they could, and they put it out. Okay. They should have made The Locks the best album that they could and put it out, and I don't think they did that, and that's okay. why I say P Puff did them a disservice. So yeah. in my mind, um, so what happened with Can I Live is they made this song with Black Rob, mm -hmm. and they were like, yo, this is really dope. We want this for our album, and Puff was like, we don't really have an album for Black Rob yet, so I'm just gonna hold it. And he wouldn't give them the rights to their song, but it was their song that they recorded on their uh, studio time. Then in that so case, he yeah. held it, that's and then tough. he put it out on Black Rob's album. Yeah, that's tough. But that would have made this album a better album. I'm sure. Um, it sounds like it. So yeah, so, uh, yeah, more. So then I'm, I'm, I'll go, you know, down. Um, okay. I, I really just gonna toss Yonkers tail and living the life. I, I, I don't need it. Like what? Like I don't need it. But it, it wasn't. It doesn't great. hurt my feelings. It was either. fine. Yeah. If you think I'm jiggy, I I agree. Maybe it should have been promoted a little bit more. And um, that's the song where we put Mace. Like, yes, why would, yes, why, why would we not that. have Mace? Like, like the yo, this song, it, it lends itself to Mace. Even if you didn't have a, a Mace verse, have yeah, Mace on the hook. Right, right. Fired. Yo, it would have been crazy. Oh, and at the man. time, Mace is, is tearing everything up. So you get Mace on if you think I'm jiggy. Um, I didn't think about that. That's a good one. So the interview is my in, is my intro just because it goes directly into money, power, and respect. Um, okay. And I, I, I start with like this strong, a strong cut, right? Uh, um, cool. Get this money. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, let's start rap over. 
like like you said, it was just such a frustrating song. Like, I, I like it's almost like off. if you could just take the verses off yeah. and then just like I don't know, make the beat all over again. Like the yeah. hook, even, I yeah. mean, it would have to just gut the whole song, but just take the the verses. Yeah, the, the verses are good. Yeah, um, I like the I like the part where Jade is like. Like back when you used to play football, but someone got mad, so they took the football home. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so uh, Mad Rapper, I like that. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you. I didn't feel great about it or bad about I, it. I liked it, though. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to try to make a straight killer, no filler album, I, I'd probably take it off. But it, it's fine. It's not bad. Uh, Gumby, some shit I didn't think was good at all. I, I, I don't think it was as bad as Styles solo. No, it's but, not. Uh, but it, it just, I, I got bored with it, too. I, it just, it just it entertained me me it didn't need three verses yeah it just entertained me hearing Sheik luch just be like fuck, fuck it, it. Yeah. <laughs> he, his whole attitude on this whole yes. album was fucking i'm saying like he's got he's the one with the most energy the most charisma yeah like i don't know um the heist as i said yeah. um you know i i think it's dope that they were able to tell the story even if the story was fairly pointless um, I, I thought it, I was dope how it built the way it built was like the way a bad boy song builds yeah. but I agree the production can be better yes. there, especially at the beginning there were just elements where it was like why what it this doesn't even fit like and it what was like this? you could tell that they were trying to do things similar to what they did with somebody got to die right and, and, like and you, they were trying to make a like biggie song for was, sure was, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you could tell um, and then not to be fucked with obviously terrible um the setup, like you said, the setup was just like, the setup had more energy than the song did. But that's but you, fine. You seem to like there. bitches from Eastwick, though. I like bitches from Eastwick. Now, I would have to go back and listen again with uh, with adult ears. <laughs> listen to it. To see listen if, if, to if, 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 if no these sense. factual inaccuracies that <laughs> yeah. you're talking about are present. Cindy moved to but, Los uh, Angeles, but wait a minute. She's right in the garage. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, it was cool. They had a little story about how they they dealing with these shiesty chicks, you know, almost in the vein of like a, like a, um, a Mob Deep song, except like, each of them i thought it was kind of cool how like each of them sure. kind of also were with yes. one of the friends so yes. they could tell they can narrate the story from yes. their individual perspective like i thought that was to tight um can't stop won't stop oh, that's going horrible uh all for the love i love this song um the one thing i will say about this song uh joe budden's chick uh sin santana mm -hmm. the girl from the reality show mm -hmm. joint she had a snap or, a, or instagram or whatever video of joe budden walks in the room with a laptop he presses play on this song she jumps up and starts rapping every word of the first set of the first verse of of jada and i'm just like i'm just in love like i'm like dog like propose now like uh -huh. like that was just a moment for me i love that song that song was crazy any woman who knows that song bar for bar yo you got my respect that's crazy <laughs> um so right actually i didn't hate as much as you did and i'll tell you why i didn't so hate. uh the song is very this era wait, for me wait, but but wait didn't the firm also yes try the to firm oh, that's God. what i was about to say so so oh. the firm did a song with this single Jay-Z also did a song with yes. the single. There's a version of the firm song that has Jay-Z's ver verse tagged you, onto this, it. The original song <laughs> is not good enough to have this many Awkward, rappers though. doing like their that. own spinoff of it. It's not. Like, it's dope on its own. Shout out to Cheryl Lynn. That's a dope song. <laughs> it um, is a dope song. And, but it's not good yeah. enough to have every single rapper Literally say, oh, every, I want a part of that. Every rapper wanted a piece of this. Uh, and... It, it's cool. It's not a great song. It's not a terrible song. It's just fine. I, I'll leave it. Actually, they didn't what need I would, Kelly Price on it. They could have had. What I shit. what I would do though is um, the version where they took Jay, a Jay they put a Jay Z verse on on So Right. I would keep that version on the album because Jay Z is really just starting to get buzzed to a '97, and then and then '98 later in '98 he drops an album that makes he him the biggest rapper on the planet. Too, so yeah. so I, I I put Jay Z on that. Uh, the snitch and everybody want to rat just yeah. gotta go I, I thought it was kind of funny though, when they were beating up the dude and he's like Jadakus got mad weed son it's so over the top it's just ridiculous it's yeah. and it's funny though because when you listen to a lot of the uh, the D-Block and, and Rough Rider like albums like all these locks albums and mixtapes they always have some silly skit like that where they're beating somebody up somebody's getting stabbed like whatever i guess this is their thing um and also i want to i want to point out that um on everybody want to rat pk the producer that produced this with dame grease 
he's my least favorite producer uh, of of the Rough Rider era. Um, pretty much, when I when I look at the things that I didn't like on Rough Riders, ninety percent of the time it's produced by PK. He's like he's like a poor man's Swiss Beats, which Swiss Beats is a poor man's somebody else. Like he's he's like just not very good at making beats. I don't I don't know why they had so much PK on their next album. I, I won't say that uh, never Swiss Beats is a poor man's anybody. I think in my opinion, Swiss Beats has done enough to garner his own name, you know, mm. to be said with respect. However, he is somewhat of a minimalist producer. I'm not um, a, I'm not a, I'm not I don't think Swiss Beats is good enough at producing that i would say that i will say he does have some good records i i, I think for um, me for, for swiss yeah. beats um i think that he has an ear for making catchy tunes mm. particularly like in this hip-hop era right if this era swiss beats does not know music well enough to mm. really create a a, a a full musical experience and so if you have someone who's a poor man's version of that it's mm. probably going to sound really really bad yeah, swiss beats got away right. with making some catchy tunes he got he got away with his lack of musical knowledge in certain areas because he was making catchy tunes in other areas but like i love all for the love that's actually one of my yeah. favorite swiss beats yeah. and later this year in 98 we also get a band from tv uh, the Nori uh, posse cut with with nature and all them. You don't know. I I do it. I oh forget it. I forget Woo. it. Classic. But I but I um, but I know I know it. I just I'm yeah. drawing a blank. But um and then we'll always love Big Papa. I also keep as a bonus. So I've got two as bonuses. Bonus, yeah. Um so it's I've got. Can we make it a better song? I've got the honey and yeah. I I don't know. Can you? I would say let's let's put faith. On on it singing, I get that we have the kids, but maybe the kids are in the background, and then Faith is singing on it. Um, but the song is just just a really okay song. Like it's not, yeah. you know, it's not really a standout. You know what it is? Mm. Puff probably maybe they wanted to pay tribute to Big, yeah. and Puff was like, "Well, I'm not gonna have you put out a record that's gonna compete with my joint with mm. Sting. So we're just gonna give you this." You know, little kids on the block that want to be part of something, and then Man. you know you can go kick rocks. And I will say though, the um the the curveball that you threw in with the with the uh, with the primo beat that would have been dope because we got that on the next album. Yeah, and uh, with the he he they he did recognize on this right, second right. album, and that and was fire. I think what made me think of it was gonna be some shit. Uh, um, just with, with the scratches, yeah. just made me think. It's like, well, if you're gonna have this, like, why not have Primo on here? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I actually think that would have that would have worked well. So. Yeah, but I think you know, even with all the changes that I that I mentioned, you know, we're talking about a four to four and a half mic, you know, album. And that's that. what and, I was and, saying. You know, I it's think like, it's like very said, difficult it, to make it, a classic record with this. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, I mean, I, I think I think one of the things that may, endears me to this album is, I think like some of the other artists that I think are good but don't get mentioned in big discussions, the locks don't have a classic album or yeah. an album to me, even an album that like everybody's like, oh that one locks album. Mm -hmm. Like people say that about We Are the Streets, but I, I don't think when you go back and listen to it, it's not good mm -hmm. enough to, to like and so I think like with the star studded cast and all of the resources that Puff had at this point in yeah. time, this should have been the album that like you're it like, oh, the locks, you know. Been. But it wasn't. So. Yeah, but it's 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 interesting though because you know around this time last year, I think the second make it a classic we did was for the firm. Mm. And the firm is not is a it's a worse <laughs> album than this. Nah, I, I think I think it is. I think the firm this album, album is bad. Though. I think the firm album is really 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 <laughs> bad. However, but the thing right. is though, the you single can salvage better fair yeah. you could salvage the firm album because it had components that should have worked right and there was proof that those components worked they just didn't do it for an album right they didn't do it for an entire you know 13 track uh playlist mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so there were things on that, that that you could salvage that you could make into a classic record but on right. this and it's just so tough yeah you know especially because these rappers are not fully mature yet i mean mm. jada kiss in my opinion is nice but on this he's not you see glimpses of it but he's not nice yet but all of the guys in this group i'll i'll, I'll throw chic there lightly but all of the guys in the group are better rappers than black rob and yes. black rob's album was much better than this album maybe he so, bought into what uh puff was trying to do maybe but i wouldn't even I just say don't that, think that uh, man the locks and bad boy are just not a good fit yeah they just weren't but do you think that rough rider and the locks was a good fit better fit than bad boy 
Yeah. I, I think that the production that they had for Bad Boy was better than the production that they had for The Locks. I mean, I PK produced a good handful of tracks on We Are The but Street. But it's, it's not even about the production. It's just about the mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, sure. like I said, like, you know, Biggie was a really good signing for Puff yeah. because Biggie was just so talented. Exactly. And Biggie was hungry. He needed to get out of a tough situation. And so, so long as Puff was allowing him to do some of his street shit, um, you know, Biggie was willing to go along and do the commercial things, especially right. when they had a very good marriage of the two. I think you know, once I think once they saw what uh what Heavy D was doing too, mm-hmm. then they, they you know they they got the idea of like what because because you know they kind of married the idea of him being a drug kingpin and him being like an essentially overweight lover like yeah, you know they, and they, that worked they, they gave exactly it did right. work and it took it you know I'm gonna give Puff some credit here it took mm-hmm. um some intelligence on his part to right. do it some savviness and it took Big's willingness to do it but also his ability to be have that sex appeal or deliver that sex appeal but also keep it just lyrically strong right you know it was a really good marriage and then mace as well like mace's desire to just completely sell out like almost (laughs) makes me i say that with all due respect because he went for it yeah he He went went all the way all the way in fact he was dancing around in the background videos i would argue that mace was probably the most successful sellout ever like and i mean that with nah pitbull whatever fine fine <laughs> but i just but i i say that complimentary like i right. i say that like with a with a with an applause and a pat on the back like yeah. i to your credit like that was a very very good job so, of crossing over the way you so did. so the let, let's let's you know go back on our hypothetical horse right um the locks completely buys in Mm-hmm. Do we get a better album than this? And what what does it sound like? What, what, what I happens? think you get them. I think you would still need some more investment. Um, but I could see maybe. Actually, you know what? I'm not sure if you do. Yeah. Because the the problem is, is that they still have the buy-in records, but those buy-in mm-hmm. records aren't good. Yeah. And then the I records thought, I where like so like the, money, power, respect, and if you think I'm jiggy, fair. both are bought in. Yeah. Right? But but then you have get this money and oh, can't stop, won't stop, and those are not good records. And yeah. so right, in my opinion, not good records. Right. But then you have their street shit, which isn't great either. Isn't well invested in, so yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But I mean, like, you, you know, the, I would say the ones that they are bought in actually are like some of their better songs, like um, even like All for the Love, right? Yeah. Chilling, sitting on a, about half a million. Yeah. And he's talking about how, you know, he's like sitting fat. It's like, fam, you're not. You just yeah. told us earlier in the, in, yeah. the, in the album that you don't have any money. Yeah. Then like, like Money, Power, Respect, they're talking about like being in the Cayman yeah. and, you know, sitting on all this money. Yeah. Like, it's like, but you already just told us yeah. in the last song that you're not. So, and, you know, and, there and, are and some records that they're- Sheik Luke's they're suggests may, maybe we might be getting jerked over by Puff. Or he's trying to convince <laughs> us that we're not getting, they're it's not like, getting jerked over by Puff. We're not getting jerked by Puff. <laughs> Yo, he said that shit twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean yeah you're you're right they kind of had one foot in one foot out but i don't know if if at this stage in their career they could have done anything more than that and i think i think maybe a, a a puff a more graduated puff may may not have even really invested a whole album in them yeah he might have gone for a single with them or something like that you know the interesting thing about it though is that Yo, also, I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. There's no Mary, right? Like, yeah, like, I think like, I was thinking about that. Yeah, too. like we we talk about the Youngers connection. They do have DMX on here. Mary brought them there. Um, I, I why why not try to get Mary on? Let's start rap over. Uh-huh. Assuming that you completely, you know, redid <laughs> yeah, the re- track, yeah. that would be a good, really good place true, to have Mary. True, true. You know, yeah. Um, you don't need Carl Thomas on there. Um, and you and you lead with Mary, right? Because like Mary's yeah. Mary's another big. So I mean, you got a Mariah Carey record. You got yeah. a Mary record. You know, you got Mace on here, like. At least the sales would have been higher, which I, I so. looked. I looked it up earlier, and uh, this actually went platinum. But uh, I don't know. I guess we we did our best to, to to make this a classic. I think though, you know, I'm glad we did it though because it's, it's yeah, a good discussion. Yeah, and I think I think it really it really lends itself to like really really thinking through like can these things be made classics yeah. and what are the elements of of a situation that that can create something that that is classic. 
like that's one of the reasons why you you really got to give it to big right because yeah. it's like you see all these other artists in the same situation and how mm -hmm. they they fared and then you just look at big like big is just like he's a lebron he's a you know he's somebody who you you give him all you all he needs is a little bit and he's gonna take it and stretch it he's also real from my impression he was also really fucking smart yeah um in terms of like this he i don't know i always got the impression that he was just really really savvy when it comes to knowing what how he needed to present himself musically right right so yeah i think him and, and, and but part of it also is puff and and yeah. him but him allow knowing where to allow puff exactly. to intercede exactly. and then you know places where he really just did him because the, the thing about life after death is on his street records you know he's not talking about anything that is commercially or radio friendly right but they invested in that production it's cinematic yeah it's 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 not like it's not epic like dr dre it's mm -hmm. not like something that's going to make you bounce but it's something that just makes you it kind of yeah. draws you in emotionally yep. to the lyrics that, that biggie is portraying oh, he's yeah. trying to say and so and yet, at the same time, it's street. It also emphasizes his, I guess, uh, mafioso boss right. persona that he was portraying. So right. it all, you know, ties in together mm. well. And on this, maybe mm. they're just too inexperienced. I always compare Big to like a Scorsese. Like, yeah. like it's just like that's, 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 it's that's like good, just yeah. so, so big and mm. so epic. Just the stories that he's telling, like you said, yeah. it, and and the production, the string arrangements, and everything just draw you just straight into it. Um, one of the other things I wanted to ask: uh, What are your thoughts on? Do you think that? Um, so we we both talked about how the production is not stellar on this album, I don't right? Think it is. Um, was that a result of the locks choosing subpar production, or was that a, a result of Puff and the Hitmen giving them less stellar production than like a big or? I have no idea. Yeah, I think that Puff realized halfway through making this that it was gonna be it was gonna be tough. I don't know, but then he did give them. You know, money, power, respect. Yeah, uh, I mean that that beat is that song is just really good. There's nothing wrong with it. And then of course, if you think I'm jiggy, yeah, but but, but but to, you know, to to play the devil's advocate on that, right? Um, with with Big Gone, who else on Bad Boy could have rapped on that beat and made it a good song? Like I don't think Black that Rob would have tried. Yeah, Black Rob actually probably could have yeah. made it a good song, but but at the time, you know, I mean, he didn't really have anything. That's why they gave "Can I Live" to 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 Rob, right? Well, you know, an, another good question to go along with that is if Little Kim and DMX were not on that record, is Money Power mm -hmm. Respect any good? I think it's still good. Okay. I just don't think that it's as it, good yeah. and it's as successful, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, DMX killed that. Joint. We didn't even talk did. about that, but that that was crazy. Yeah. I'm looking at the we're we're now looking at the personnel of of who mixed and and produced on this album. A lot of folks here, but you know, I don't I don't know whether to say these people just didn't come with it or the locks just. I mean, I think it, it part of it's got to be the locks, right? Because the locks left this situation. And they haven't necessarily been known to have a great ear for production or anything like that. Right. So, so I mean, maybe they they picked "Can't Stop, Won't Stop" and they thought it was the hottest beat ever, or <laughs> I don't know, whatever other trash beats are on here. But I doubt it. When you see Puff's name all over it, I think that he mm -hmm. had a lot of control in terms of what they were doing. But he had to know that some of the stuff just didn't sound good, like. And, you know, it's not even like it was like, you know, just steeped in experimentation. Like, well, it's just like, it's like half-baked, okay. like, but disco here's the question records. Though. How many complete records, whole package, not a single, not a track, complete records, has Puff Daddy really successfully done, right? Ready to Die was almost like halfway done anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that doesn't really count. Life After Death, obviously. If we want to say Puff's album... Well, Maybe su supposedly he had a hand in Jodeci and Mary J. Blige as executive producer, putting the entire albums together, and those are yeah. R&B records as well. Yeah. So, but, but I'm talking about all right. So hip hop records, though, right? Yeah. You know, the Mace. We had issues with that. We have issues mm. with this. You know, you got Black so you're, Rob. So you're Shine, saying that he's he's not a very good executive producer. It's almost like you got right. 
We were saying how you guys came on on the mystery of checks box and Rama give it to you. Yeah. And he was able to use that verse to fool us for almost 10 years thinking he was actually nice, right? Right. And I'm not saying that to throw shots on him. I'm just saying like everything he did after that was just. Yeah. And I think so that you're saying Puff Daddy, Puff... I think he, 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 he got a great situation with Big. With Big. And I think that that really, really came together well. And I think mm. hip hop wise, everything he's done since Damn. hasn't really been all that great. Yeah. You know? I tell you what, though, um, the locks in a lot of ways were mixtape rappers. Sure. And um, and and we've seen both throughout their careers and in this time frame that the more mixtape cut type of records where they're in their element, mm -hmm. they're among the best rappers. Right. Okay. Uh, particularly Jada. Right. And even Styles. Um, so to some degree, maybe they even outperformed yeah, what maybe. their potential was, maybe. right? Like the fact that they had Money, Power, Respect, and it was a charting billboard record and, you know, the Honey record. Like who would have thought to put them the with Mariah Honey, Carey? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and and from what I hear, actually, Mariah Carey sought to have them on, on the record. So, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, maybe they overshot what their potential was in terms of level of success maybe to some degree so anyway i don't know we'll wrap it up yeah i think that about does it for us um yeah it's difficult to really make it a classic but i think it you know lent itself to a good discussion on this group this era and yeah. you know really the, all the types of decisions that go into making a record right 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 yeah yeah so uh all you locks heads don't shoot us shank us or or stab <laughs> us if you see us in the streets we have love for the group yeah or we're fans one of my boys said that uh chic is the best in the group shout out to amos uh, yeah i uh he's not the only one to say that actually yeah. i know quite a few who feel that way. i think there was a period of time but i, I definitely don't feel that way in the long run i don't feel that way in the long run but i like I said, I mm. respect his fuck you attitude. I don't care. You know, like, one, thing, like one thing I will give to Sheik, though, is the, the time frame when we really realized that Jada and Styles were really, really good rappers. Mm -hmm. Sheik wasn't really taking rap seriously. Right. Yeah. So, like, they had a lot of time to, like, really hone their craft that, like, Sheik wasn't even spending rapping. Yeah. So there's a possibility that Sheik actually could have gotten a lot better, too, and just didn't because he didn't rap. Like, like I said, I think his delivery is actually, is I think it's good. I mean, I think a lot mm. of ways his delivery is better than Jada, at least on this album. But Jada has like one of the best rap voices ever. Like Maybe. his voice is just like really dope. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's unique and dope. Like when you hear Jada or you hear his laugh or whatever, you know who you're hearing before true. you even say anything. And That's I think true. there's a few folks out there that, that are like that. You know, you're, you're Lil Wayne, you're Method Man, you're Nas, and I think you're Jada. Like where you, you hear their vo voice and they don't even have to say their name or anything. You don't need any context. You know who they are. Yeah. And I mean, that, that, there's something to be said just for that. True. So anyway, appreciate the, the speech here. Uh, let me get on my high horse about Jada. Uh, shout out to everybody who listened to the, to the episode, and I think we're going to have about it we take yours while you pout about it truck step out the horse want to crowd around it you can see me on optimum tv on your bathroom turn the light out scream bloody mary one two three chic ain't your usual friend but i can set you up like heisen walk straight at the end i'm done with ice and chums i'm trying to ice my whole casket when i'm gone pull up with class on the dawn once i meet him i greet him kiss his feet for freedom tell him thank you lord because on earth i was getting bored now resurrect me back to this cat called sheep so i can make this album and get back the cats this week 30, 6-2, me bugs for you, that's like a cat versus a pit bull, gun, no flip bull, keep hunger, and plan for the future, cause you figure, you gon' be older, way longer than you gon' be younger, eat a lie, money pounds.